You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Hello, Matt. Hello, Justin. Yo, Joe. Hey, Joe. How's it going, man? Um, well, I mean, that, that kind of wraps us up for the summer blockbusters. Uh, I, I enjoyed watching these, even though they were either Spielberg movies or movies with Jeff Goldblum in it, or in the case of Lost World, both. They, they were fucking uh, pretty pretty good movies. I mean, everything from, besides this one, it was nostalgic to me that I, I, I remembered, you know, very well. When it came out, seeing the theater, watching it on, you know, VHS or DVD, whatever it was when it came out. I kind of wonder, like, if, you know, obviously none of us were born when this movie came out, you know. But I would imagine that this would have been, like, a big deal for us, too. Like, these these other ones were for us that we talked about earlier on. Um, So, yeah. Had had any of us been around for the summer of 77, we would have been in our fucking glory. Oh, Oh, yeah. No, 100%. And, um, you know, and, and I feel like we didn't get that again, right, until, like, the 90s. And, yeah. And I don't know, like, do we have that now? I mean, maybe. Um, I, I feel like they pitch us movies in the summer, but they're not necessarily one-off summer blockbusters, you know, where it's just, like, here, like Inception, right? Like, here's just a movie. It's not a franchise. It's not part of a series. It's not going to be... To, you know, not based on anything else. Not going to be continued. It's an original idea that's just a big, you know, uh, action, drama, you know, adventure type movie, you know, with aspects of sci-fi, aspects of horror, you know, like all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and, and you know, here we go. I, I don't really see that anymore. Um, I think I have a theory about that. It's like most of the modern summer blockbusters are they're like, oh, everything's been done, so we just have to do it, but ridiculous. You know, it's almost like it's it's there's a silliness to it, you know. And I'm, I'm not saying it's all Sharknado, but it has to be like turned up to 11, like to the point of ridiculousness because where it almost becomes a cartoon. Like schlocky stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's like they don't take it, they don't take the subject matter seriously for some reason anymore. Right. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I also feel like what, what are our big movies in the summertime? It's usually Marvel movies. Um, for some, it's DC. You know, it's uh, it, it's been that for a long, a long time. I mean, yeah. You know, when Iron Man came out, what before two thousand eight? Yeah, it's right. Exactly. It's been a long time, you know, and, and those have been the movies that have really just dominated the box office. I don't think, I, I feel like maybe it has to do with, like, who wants to compete with that shit? You know, like, who wants to put a movie up against another Captain America or another, you know, Thor movie, like, or, or an Avengers movie, God forbid, right? Like, you don't want to deal with it. And I feel like we've seen in the last, like, decade or two, right, that people, like, movies get pushed back because they're like, ah, they don't want to compete with the week of this movie. Like, right. that didn't happen with Jaws. You know what I mean? Jaws came out and, like, people like, fuck. Well, that's because Jaws was the first summer blockbuster. No, I know. I But but, but that's what I'm saying is that, like, you know, there was a lot of movies around that time, right? Like, that just, they, they were confident in what they were and they came out and they were geared towards a summer movie-going audience. And I think that now... It was a more level playing field. It was, yeah. But that, And now we don't have that. Right. Because now everything's IP. Everything is pre-existing IP. Right, right. Well, it's, that's that's where Hollywood 
is willing to put the money right now. So you don't get, you know, you have smaller indie films that are, are fantastic and generally are the better movies. Um, and then, you know, these, the big flagship, big budget movies have to be attached to some pre-existing IP in order for the money people to, to make be, it to work the risk. Yeah, exactly. They, it's all, it's, it's all this kind of, you don't have, I mean, Spielberg was a very risk taking director, movie creator. Um, and I just don't think that, at, you know, the movie industry right now incentivizes that, you know, is the, the talent like the, and I'm not saying that the people that make, you know, the Star Wars and the Marvel movies aren't talented, but I just mean like the, the unique talents, um, you know, what they do is they go out and they make an indie movie and it's something great. And then they get scooped up to make a Marvel movie. And a lot of times they're like, those are the Marvel movies or the DC movies that people criticize. Cause it's like, yeah, maybe like let this person make their type of movie. Stop trying to make them make your type of movie, you know? Right. Uh-huh. And that's kind of part of the reason why, like, I just thought it was the oddest choice to have Sam Raimi direct the Doctor Strange sequel. Sam Raimi is a very unique and very famous filmmaker in his own right. You know what I mean? Like he he's got his he's got his own vision. He's got his own voice, and that vision and that voice is very prevalent in everything he's done. Yeah. And then Marvel is like, "You make a Marvel movie now." And it doesn't quite fit into the Marvel mold. You know what I mean? No, I understand. Yeah. yeah. I think that, like, you take a guy like, um, like, when, when Matt was just talking about that, it made me think of, like, Ryan Johnson. Yes. He was the guy that went and made, like, this really great independent movie, right? Brick was, like, fantastic. People, yeah. people saw it. They loved it. It was one of my favorite movies for that, well, that, one of my favorite movies of that, that year, for sure. And maybe, like, one of them for the decade. And then, you know... He went and did Looper, which was one of those, like, you know, what I would consider, like, a big summer movie because it was a one-off film, self-contained story, not an IP, not a sequel or anything, not a reboot, you know, came that out. That is a very good movie. Yeah, yeah. Everybody talked about it and everybody saw it, you know, and everybody, for the most part, liked it quite a bit. Uh, me and Matt saw it together in Boston. If you remember, we were we went to visit Boston together and we went and saw it that, that uh, year. Um. And I loved it. And then he goes and get because because he got that attention, right? Because he, he got that fame. He got fucking Star Wars. And then he made yep. it's, it's, and put, people fucking hated him. You know, I I liked the Last Jedi. I thought it was good, but um, people fucking hated it. And um, and I get that too. And then he went, just went back and did his th- his thing, right? Somewhere in the middle, not a summer blockbuster, not a little independent movie, but he has a nice, like, successful film series of the Knives Out movies, which I, I fucking love. And, I love those uh, yeah. movies so much. They are very, very good movies. <laughs> and um, not for nothing, the first time the three of us ever sat on the phone for a couple of hours and talked about a movie, and we weren't recording. This is like we were just talking. Was the Last Jedi? I remember the. Th- do you remember that with yeah. the three of us sat? Yeah, yeah. That was the first time we had this three-way conversation ever. Yeah, where, yeah, me and Justin saw it together, and then we called you at my house. Yeah, yeah, and we like, chatted all night. It was a really divisive movie, you know. Um, I feel that way, you know, to to another to a, a similar degree. I feel that way about uh, Gareth Edwards, because again, like he made that little independent movie Monsters, and it was fucking amazing. 
uh, got Godzilla, you know, got another Star Wars movie. He got Rogue One. And now he's... Yeah, but Rogue One was like the kind of the opposite. Rogue One was almost universally praised. So was Godzilla. And so was Godzilla. Now, so he's a, it's a slightly different path, right? So now, like, he, the, the, I was kind of getting to this, was that, like, now he's got a movie coming out uh, this week, and um, The Creator, which I thought yeah. looks, I saw the trailer for it, and I think I mentioned it to you guys on an earlier episode. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain I did. And I was like, this movie looks fucking amazing. What, like, what is this? And I saw it was by him, and I was like, "Wow, okay." I'm like, "I'm I'm on board for it," and it and it felt like that like Super Troopers kind of thing. You know what I mean? Where it's just like this movie looks really cool. Like it's just a, a one off sort of you know uh, sci fi action movie, and uh, it's it just really good looking movie. Um, you know, the concept sounds great, and the the visuals are incredible, and uh, I really want to see that movie. You know, and that and that's kind of like the degree of summer blockbusters at this point. You know. I felt like that way about Inception, even though it's a big name. You know, you, you had a lot but of But it was other... an original concept. It was, yeah. So, yeah. I, and, I, and I've actually heard uh, a couple of times from, like, you know, different outlets that the creator might be the best movie of the year. Really? Yeah. Oh, that, that's exciting. I'm, 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 I haven't heard anything about it yet. So, um, I, I wasn't expecting a lot. I just, it looked good to me. And I was going to kind of just go in there with a whatever, like, you know, kind of mindset. Because um, I, I do want to see it in the theater if I can. If not, I'll, I'll, it'll be one of those movies that I rent for the, you know, 20 bucks, toward 30 bucks, whatever, when it comes out uh, here in my house. And then watch it, like, in a nice setup. Because it, cause it looks it looks like a great movie. Yeah, but... I, I feel like I might go to see it in the theater. I, I want to. I just don't know if I'll get the time. But, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we did these movies. I thought it was something a little bit different. Uh, hopefully, you know, the audience enjoyed listening to us talk about them and... Maybe it ignited some kind of, uh, you know, interest, uh, reinterest, and in seeing, you know, seeing these movies again. Ignited a fire in your loin. Mm. Well, I'm not trying to do that. Not for everybody. <laughs> Just for justice. <laughs> no. <laughs> that wraps up our summer blockbuster and our summer themed uh, movies for the year. I hope you guys enjoyed. We are coming into October, our favorite time of the year. Uh, yes. The, the time We're... of the year when we get a lot of people. Uh, back a lot of fans a lot of, a lot of listeners so we're excited about that we're going to talk about that soon and what we have coming up and uh yeah that's it so uh thank you for uh bearing with the uh instability of the episodes this summer because i've had a really busy summer and uh, i know they were just kind of put out in groupings and the rest of these are going to be out this week and there'll be a lot at once but um you know thanks for bearing with us and we will get back on track uh for the fall so um thank you again thank you guys uh as well and um yeah we'll see you guys next week good fucking night good night everybody good night hey guys if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to our podcast on spotify and apple itunes also you can follow us on social media we have twitter and that's at sexy vamp teeth we also have instagram at the sexy vampire teeth podcast so if you guys want updates on the show please follow us on our social media sites and make sure to tune in every monday night for a new episode thanks for listening guys and good night You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast.